Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Happy Leap Day. Leap Day. It's been like four years, right? Oh my God. So long since the last one. What a throwback. What did you do on the last Leap Day? Oh, man. Um, I just graduated college. So I was on the leap day? On the leap day. <laughs> no, imagine though, that'd be pretty cool. That would be. <laughs> your t- your like five year like reunion would be in twenty years. Oh man. That'd be awesome. That'd be so wild. Be like, oh my god, wow. It's like oh, time flies, right? It's like only been five years felt like twenty. Weird. So wait, aren't one of our friends going to a wedding today? Maybe. Oh. I'm mad. That's kind of fun. when do you celebrate i think do you just choose if you want to do it the day before the day after i guess yeah (laughs) since you've picked a day that no longer exists yeah i mean i was even just thinking on the sense of birthdays too like when you don't really have the choice yeah i have um one of my mom's relatives i don't know if he's like an uncle or like an uncle's uncle i don't know but he's old and Oof. I don't know if he is even still alive. Whoops. Wow. <laughs> but he was Pour one born. out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Before my Red Bull. Um, but he was born on a leap year. And I remember they had this huge 16th birthday party for him. <laughs> Wait. So, okay. Never mind. That's a bad joke. But now that I planted it, I have to say it. But then you can't judge me for saying it. Oh, because I canceled point. it in my head. But now I have to tell you. Okay. Like, did he die young then? <laughs> <laughs> life is so short you know (laughs) death is not a joke we're not laughing at that that is so funny he had a good sense of humor i think you would appreciate that okay that's the one thing i do remember about him okay yeah (laughs) i'm not trying to be mean it just it came into my head i had to say you know (laughs) anyway speaking of jokes Oathbreaker. Oh, great joke. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Season six, episode three, baby. Yeah. Uh, John wakes up. Davos sees him waking up and is really shocked. You know what? Talking about death being a joke. Yeah. He what? just came right back. That guy. <laughs> John was like, not today. <laughs> Took that from Arya. Wow, Arya. Okay, oh. but anyway, yes, John wakes up. <laughs> Why did you do me like that? Sorry. <laughs> Melisandre ends up walking in. She's also surprised. She's like, oh my God, I have the power. (laughs) (laughs) It's in my fingertips. Yeah. He looks down and he sees like all the stab wounds and he remembers men stabbing him. Yeah. He's like, they stabbed me. Ollie put a knife in my heart. And I'm like, Ollie put a knife in his heart. So sad. (laughs) Why did Ollie have to do that? Ollie is a really messed up kid. He needs therapy. Yeah, he does. And just like a good, um, you know, parental figure. Yeah. Maybe two good parental figures would be good for him. <laughs> but then John says that he shouldn't be here. And then Melisandre asks where he went and what he saw after they stabbed him. And he's like, come, I stop none of that. Yeah, he, sa- he said he saw nothing, but also he died. Like, how is he supposed to come back to life and remember that? Right, yeah. When yeah. you die, you don't have your, your consciousness to, to grasp anything that would be there. Yeah. So, Melisandre. <laughs> <laughs> I get you're curious, but like, take it down a little and bit. And also, she could have given him some time, you know? That's <laughs> yeah. just like, you know, when the news comes up to you and you're and you're like, just got robbed or something. And you're like, so where were you when it happened? And yeah. you're like, I don't want to deal with that right now. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I was standing here. And- <laughs> I was wearing clothes. I don't know. Ugh. So she claims that the Lord of Light brought him back for a reason. So now she's all Team John instead mm-hmm. of Team Stannis. Mm-hmm. Well, he's dead anyway, so. Yeah. 
but she was really quick to jump ships. Yeah, she she really did flip flop her faith too there. Yeah, because remember when John died, she was like, "Oh man, I guess God doesn't exist." And then he's back, and she's like, "Oh boy, oh boy, here he is." <laughs> she's having a tough time. Yeah, she is. So John ends up saying at one point, "I did what I thought was right, and I got murdered for it." And I was like, "Wow, no good deed goes unpunished, huh?" Oof. Ugh, that's how I feel all the time whenever I do something good and it bites me back in the ass. <laughs> I thought you were going to stop every time I do something good. That's it. I, just, <laughs> I, I get can't. murdered for it. <laughs> I mean, verbally. Yeah, that guy, from, that guy from the Brotherhood Without Banners, he's got nothing on me. No. I've come back so many times. <laughs> she bounces back, baby. I'm so good. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> so then they're talking Davos and John, and Davos is like, you were dead and now you're not. You have to go out and like face all the BS you can. And John's like, but I failed. Yeah. And then Davos. Whole- oh. No, oh, oh, oh. I was just going to say Davos says, good, go fail again. And I was like, I love that advice. I love that too. But I kind of took it as Davos was more like, dude, just get over it. So what? You died. Yeah. Just walk it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody comes back from the dead. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> We're up north or whatever. It happens. <laughs> whatever. So now a little bit later, Davos and John are out in the main courtyard to show everybody that John is alive, like officially. I'm surprised he can go from dead to having motor functions so quickly. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the Lord of Light for you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I now give you energy. Yeah. <laughs> Tormund says that he thinks that's some kind of, or Tormund says that they think that he's some kind of God for returning from the dead. And John's like, I'm not. Because he's so humble, you know? <laughs> Love that. And then John goes straight up to Ed. And hugs him because, you know, bros and we like them. And I wasn't really expecting Ed to be like a character until now. Yeah. You know, he was always like, I never like made an effort to learn his name. I, I always kind of liked him. Oh, good for you. <laughs> but when um when John embraces Tormund and Ed, I was like, oh my God, I'm so emotional right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's alive. Oh my they God. love him. They're happy to see him. They're so happy to be there, bro. <laughs> so now we cut to a ship at sea. Yeah. And I didn't recognize Gilly. No, neither did I. <laughs> I was like, who's that? <laughs> She's having the time of her life on this ship. Sam is not. No, he's not. Because <laughs> they're sailing through some really tough waters. And like Gilly's never been on a boat before. So she's just like, oh my God, I'm in the water. Yeah. I'm, she's, just, I'm floating on by. Sam's like. <laughs> yeah, she's not seasick. She's got her sea legs. Yeah, she's she does. just having a grand old time. And Sam is just throwing up. And I was like, wow, it sucks to not have drama me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Back in the old timey times. What do you think they did? Just threw up. They just had to like take it. I know there's like pressure points in your like wrists and forearms mm-hmm. you can press to like help. Because um, my friend did it to me once when I was motion sick. <laughs> and it helped. <laughs> and I was like, how is this working? <laughs> it's all in your head, baby. <laughs> what is this magic? So then Gilly's telling Sam that she's excited to be in Old Town with him. And then Sam's like, guess what? The Citadel doesn't admit women. <laughs> so she's like, so let's go back to Castle Black. And he's like, uh, no, we're going to go to my old hometown, which I forgot the name of it. Horn Hill is yes. his hometown. And he's like, you're just going to, you know, stay with my family. My dad hates wildlings, but like, we just won't tell him. It'll be chill. So great. And she's like, Sam. What could go wrong? <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> How hard did you just squeal when Gilly calls Sam the father of her son? I was just like, oh my God. Oh, and then he threw up and killed the mood. He, you know, <laughs> he has a way of doing that. No one can just have a moment. In this yeah, show. but I was like, oh man, look at my favorite family. <laughs> <laughs> the 
That baby is so stinking cute. Yeah, that baby grew up a little bit. Yeah, he's so cute. Think it's the same baby? (laughs) (laughs) Now we're somewhere in the wilderness and some guy is sharpening his sword. And I can't tell who it is. Oh, oh, that's why. Okay. So this was my live notes, you know, happening. I'm like, oh, who is this Yara's uncle? That that crazy guy? And then, no, it's a warg flashback because Bran is back. Yes. Because we didn't forget that he exists now. Yeah, and he got a haircut. He did? I wonder who did it. Mm. Oh, probably Mira. Probably Mira. <laughs> She's the only one who's probably gentle enough. Or too. Hodor. <laughs> Aww. You know, he likes to take care. That'd be so, so cute. Yeah. But so it's young Ned coming up to Howland Reed, who is Mira's father. And you know it's young Ned because he has the same exact hairstyle. Isn't it um, like amazing casting for young Ned? It was interesting, yeah. I was like, wow, he looks like him. So similar, yeah. Yeah. But then also, you know, you can only tell characters by their hairstyle because they only have one. Oh, true. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that was it for you. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I didn't even put that together. (laughs) It's the hair. But now they're with Sir Arthur Dane, the best swordsman Ned ever saw. Yeah. So then they're talking about, like, the Mad King is dead. Why didn't you protect him? And then the other guy's like, because I was sent here to protect this mysterious tower. And then Ned's like, where's my sister? And then they fight. Yeah. And so, they get rocked by that one guy. Yeah. The other guy, like, gets killed really easy. But then with Sir Arthur, Ned's really struggling. And Bran's like, I know he wins this. I've heard this story so many times. Yeah. You really don't think your dad will embellish a story to seem cool? Whatever. Wow. Yeah. Like any parent would? Wow. Yeah. So Ned is totally losing. Sir Arthur's cool too because he's dual wielding swords. Yeah. I was going to say, is double fisting the appropriate term here? Dual wielding. Okay. Excuse yes. me. Sorry. But <laughs> no, I just, I didn't know. I was just, I was rapidly taking my notes and I was like, I know that they're in both hands, man. <laughs> double fisting swords. That's so silly. <laughs> <laughs> Among other things. <laughs> But so then one of Ned's guys ends up going up behind Sir Arthur and stabbing him. Mm -hmm. Because Arthur was about to kill Ned. Yes. Ned was totally losing. Mm -hmm. And Bran's like, oh my God, my dad lied to me. He's a liar. He's a liar. How dare he? Like, whoa, chill, Rob. Uh, Chill, Bran. Wow. I know. That's a throwback. (laughs) But so um, it's also, you know, it's dirty because Ned was about to die. And then he gets the, his pal stabs Arthur in the back of the throat. And then Ned gives him like the death blow yeah and like so like technically ned did kill him mm-hmm. but like that's dirty it is the way that they did that well all is fair in love and war sure yeah <laughs> so then a scream comes to the tower and ned runs to it and then brand's about to follow but then the old man says it's time to go so we'll just never know what that's about yeah and when we get back to present day brand believes flashback ned heard him mm-hmm. and i'm like oh did he imagine that would mess up the time and space continuum would it not yes unless totally. it's one of those like he he did hear it and then that's just part of his life at that time the, we'll discuss later because i have questions later on okay cool because i like want to be like but then i don't want to spoil anything i don't know <laughs> but then yeah so bran is just he's having a temper tantrum back in his tree and he's all about like, take me back. I want to go back. Why would I want to return to this place where I'm a cripple and end up in a tree like you? And then the old man's like, slow your roll. You won't end up in a tree like me. I've been waiting a thousand years here just for you to show some respect and listen. He's old. He's old. old. Crazy old. Like, what do you think the lifespan is on people there? Because like either they die in war when they're 20 or I guess they grow to a thousand years old in a tree. I think maybe it's because he's stuck to a special tree. Oh, yeah. He's yep. getting like tree nutrients. The tree of life. He's butt chugging some. <gasps> Ooh, some sunlight. Some photosynthesis. Ooh, okay. <laughs> 
So then he tells Bran that he has to learn while he's here. And Bran's like, what do you mean I have to learn? And then he's like, you have to learn everything. Did you get Giver vibes? You know, I never read it. Oh, I read the book. I didn't watch the movie. But like, I didn't see either. This kid, his mentor is like this old guy and like he can see in color and stuff. So he teaches the kid how to like see in color because I guess no one else sees in color. Hmm. <laughs> so this was probably like back in the 60s, right? Yeah. When they I, definitely didn't see in color. I read this book in fifth grade. Okay. No one roast me about my synopsis. <laughs> I, I wanted to read it. And then I don't know what happened. I just like didn't. You know, anytime like a book was assigned to me from school, I was just like, nope, absolutely not. I cannot remember this. I cannot read it. I don't like it. Yeah, I I probably didn't read most of them either. The summer reading assignments I never did either. I only did like three chapters at the max and I was like, yeah, I can write this project about it. (laughs) Easy peasy. I remember once in maybe like 10th grade, I read one chapter of A Tale of Two Cities and I had to write like three papers on it. I think I read the first page and I said, I'm not doing this assignment. Wow. You (laughs) had more balls than I did. I was like, fuck this class. I was definitely, I was a homework doer for sure. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, like not homework doer. Like I would do the bare minimum to get my hundred. Aw. You know? You're so fun. Yeah. (laughs) So wild. I was one of those kids. You're so good. You're just so good. (laughs) You're responsible and you know, whatever. I was just a good test taker. You were a really good test taker. I was not a good test taker. (laughs) I was like, if you know it, you know it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I didn't have that mindset until college. And then that definitely calmed me down a lot. But then I was like, I mean, you know, I paid for it. So got to do it. Yeah. I kind of have to pass. Yeah. This class is really costing a lot of money. Yep. Anyway, the Dothraki. Yes, they're on the move again. And there's massive horse statues around us. Yeah. So they, um, this is kind of like their home base city. <laughs> their main. Yeah. Main spot. HQ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was Dothraki like, wow. Dothraki HQ. I was like, Jario is not going to find her at this rate. Jario. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> but you know, it turns out they did find them. They just happened to, because Jorah uh, just knows everything about everything. Yeah. They just were there. But anyway, we're not there yet. No, we're totally not. inside the Widow's Club. That's what I called it. That's what I called it, too. No way. Great <laughs> minds, you know? What are the odds? <laughs> so we're inside the Widow's Club, and, like, the boss widow dismisses the men because they've just, like, delivered Daenerys. I was surprised there were so many widows. Yeah. Like, I definitely thought there were only four main cows. I yeah, don't I was going to say how many different... I don't want to say clans, like clubs, not clubs. Houses, maybe? How many groups? Yeah, groups is Tribes? the word. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the correct terminology. Uh, I don't know. How but often do how many how often do the cows die? How many do they say? They fight through? a lot. For there to be that many widows? I, I guess. Damn. I don't know. Wild. Maybe what it, I, I don't, are they um This one died from a tooth infection. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, are they like polyamorous? Like, do they have multiple wives at once? And maybe that's part of it. Oh, maybe. Oh, that would suck if your husband died and you and 10 women had to go and live in this like little wow, house. Wow. That would be so annoying. Oh, sucks. His, his death is your fate. Wow. Ugh. Love that. Hey. Anyway, so the <laughs> boss lady in there, she tells the guys to leave. And then she says, Daenerys, strip your clothes. So they rip her clothes off of her. And she's like, hell no. Yeah. And she's like, you'll regret this. And then she gives her typical you'll regret the speech like i'm the queen of whatever blah 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 blah. <laughs> don't touch my 25 seconds later 
Then the woman gives a monologue about how Daenerys thought Khal Drogo would conquer the world at with her at his side, and then so did every other Khal widow, but now they're dead and the widows are here. So there's a board who will decide what to do with Daenerys since in their culture they're supposed to go straight from like Call death to widow club but she went straight from call death to like out in the world and then came back how was she supposed to know that honestly did you know that no i didn't know that <laughs> that's call's responsibility to Who have told have her that yeah call would have called drogo would have yeah but then he died yeah so then yes yeah, so now there's going to be like a board meeting to see what to do with her since she broke their tradition and then um daenerys is just like mm, no yeah, this place kind of sucks. Like, these women are really depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not, they don't, they're not allowed to do much. Yeah. So let's just go to Marine. <laughs> Varys is hanging out in the throne room, chilling on the steps, fanning himself, you know, just vibing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Diva style. Just As he does. Yep. Yeah. So great. So they end up bringing in the woman who had the crocodile tears in the alley, like way before when mm-hmm. the harpies attacked the Unsullied a long time ago in the valley and the alleys and whatever that was like a whole season ago oh so long ago that was a her name is vala yes he totally knows a bunch about her we find out from her that she sees the unsullied the second sons and daenerys as foreigners who are destroying the city's history and that's why she's so angry (laughs) Ah. Uh, it has to be so annoying to have so much anger and like not have anywhere to put it yeah right except in like crime and then that ruins your life yeah I can't imagine being so angry, though. I'd go, like, help some hitmen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see that in my future, either. It seems like you'd end up in more trouble. Yeah. More than it's worth, I think. Yeah. Like ending up in the queen's throne room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and potentially being executed. Yeah. So then Varys tells her that he understands why she did it, but she has to see it from his perspective. Otherwise, her and Dom, which is her son, Ooh. will, uh, you know, dot, dot, dot. And she's yeah. like, oh, you're just going to threaten me like that? Yeah. Versus like, okay, your opinion's great, but like, here's why mine's better. Yeah. (laughs) And like, that's the energy that I want. Yeah, right. Just the confidence to be like, I see you as a human, but mm, my opinion is the best. Yeah. This is what matters, not yours. (laughs) So I'm going to lay down some facts and the facts are my opinions. Yeah. So, so then she says, yeah. no, you tell me you were going. I'll cut you off. No, no, you go, you go. Okay. She says that if she tells him anything, she'll die anyway. So what's the point? So then he gives her the option of sailing away to Pentos with her son with a bag of gold to restart their lives. So it's her decision. But then also, what is it with Pentos? Is it like, does Varys have a deal with Pentos? Is Pentos just like the accepting of all people who want to restart? Like it's neutral? Maybe. Maybe. Just want to know what the deal with Pentos is. Pentos was that really pretty area that Tyrion first yeah. started out at, like, right? Is that, do you think, is that like the college kid who goes to Europe to backpack to find themselves? <laughs> as long as it's not the one who panhandles to afford their vacation while they're right. out there. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. So now Tyrion, Missandei, and Grey Worm are waiting in Daenerys' room, and it's just like painfully awkward. Yeah, Tyrion is so antsy with the silence, because Missandei and Grey Worm are just chilling there, just it's quiet. Talk about vibing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Tyrion is trying so hard to get them to chit chat. He's like, Miss Sandy, you speak 19 languages and you're not saying anything from any of them. <laughs> I thought that was the best line. So funny. <laughs> so he tries to get them to like play a game with him or something, just anything. He's trying to get anything from them. Grey Worm's looking at Tyrion so confused and Miss Sandy is just looking at him like he's crazy. And then Varys finally walks in. Oh, phew. Totally breaks the tension. Oh. Everyone's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and he got intel. He does that. Yeah. 
So we basically find out that the Sons of the Harpy are funded by all of Daenerys' enemies. Yep. <laughs> they had to, they had to like, they felt the need to list them all, which like, I get it's important for them, but I was like, all right, just say everyone. <laughs> just say everyone wants her dead. Literally everybody. Yeah. God. In case we've all forgotten, it's Astapor, Yunkai, and Volantis. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. those are her enemies. Yeah. All the big leaders in all those cities. And the ones who have the most money. Yeah. Especially, no, never mind. I was going to say Bravos. But it's not Bravos. No. Volantis has the money. Yeah. So then Grey Worm's like, okay, cool. Let's fight them right now. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> and then Tyrion's like, uh, let's not because that will leave Marine unprotected. And then Sandy's like, okay, but like the bastards only speak one language. And if we want them to listen, then we have to meet them on their level. So we have to speak it back to them. So then they decide that they're just going to send a message to the masters of the three cities. And then that's a to be continued thing. And Varys will use his birdies. His birdies. Ooh. Speaking of birdies, we go to King's Landing. To Kyburn. And he's doing checkups on kids, but I'm a little suspicious. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and then one of the kids asks if Varys will be back. And another kid explains that he called them his little birds and gave them sweets. And I was like, oh no. His spies are little children. Little children. Which I shouldn't be surprised. N- right, yeah. Yeah, like little orphan poor children. like Who can sneak in anywhere and be manipulated like that. Yeah. Sure. They need to survive. Yeah. <laughs> so then Kyburn gives them all candies that he got from Dorne. And he's like, you can have anything you want from me as long as you pay me in whistlers. Yeah, he gave them like these huge like giant chocolate nuggy things. I don't know. They were gigantic. They're like dried something somethings from uh, Dorne. They look like giant chocolate balls. Ooh, that would have been interesting. I was like, I don't know what that is, but I kind of want one. I feel like he might have said something about like sweet something. I don't know. Candied something. Yeah. Anyway, that's a detail that's super important for this recap. <laughs> Can you tell I'm hungry? <laughs> so then Cersei, Jamie, and the Mountain walk in, and we establish that Cersei plans to sick the Mountain on whoever picked on her or whoever is picked for her trial by combat. Nice. Since uh, that's still happening, which we forgot about. I can't believe it's a trial by combat. Well, I think it's not yet, but she's going to call that. Okay. Like once we're in the room, she'll be like, How to trial by combat. Yeah. And then it'll be a whole thing. And, and you know, she's going to obviously win. And everyone, and watch, right? She's planning on using the mountain and then watch them say some weird rule and then she can't pick the mountain. Oh, yeah. They're oh, like, it can only be a human that hasn't been brought back to life. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, no, no, you you need to atone. You don't get to pick your champion. Oh, I bet you, you're right. <laughs> so we're going to pick like this drunk guy over here. Yeah. <laughs> but we get somebody who has atoned. Yeah. Ugh, we pick so the, fake. We pick this cool knight, and we're gonna pick this guy who's gonna be executed. Yeah, <laughs> we just found him. Yeah, Jay chilling. Cersei really bounced back because she's back in business with a fire under her ass to yeah. get revenge. She's plotting away. I think that fire was never ever like extinguished. Yeah, it I, was always there. They just added like wood to it. <laughs> yeah, and they threw some firecrackers in there. Yeah. <laughs> And then Cersei tells Kyburn that she wants little birds everywhere in Dorne, the High Garden, the North, everywhere. Like, if anybody so much as whispers about me, they're gonna get killed or whatever. And I was like, Cersei, chill. Yeah, they're family. It is okay. Mm-hmm. So then we're at a small council meeting with Olena and Pycelle, and he is really <laughs> out here campaigning against Kyburn so hard. Yeah, he's like mid talking shit about Kyburn and um, the mountain. And Kyburn's posse ends up walking in. <laughs> Just like very like Avengers, like hero shot walking in. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's an awkward like, oh, I wasn't, uh, me? I wasn't saying that. No. Yeah. What? I wasn't talking shit. 
So there's some caddy back and forth about Olena being here because of her concern for the queen. And Cersei's like, uh-huh, LOL, you aren't the queen. And then Cersei's all like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I don't really remember the words of the fight. They, they just had a lot of back and forth. And now Cersei's asking about Marcella's murder. And that's an issue that they'd like to discuss. And then Jamie follows up with her murderers are the same people who have taken Dorne. And then Cersei's like, and seeing as you can't make us leave, you may as well get on with the meeting. So they sit down yeah. to like, you know, try to be powerful and stuff. And, and then, then everyone else just gets up and leaves. Yeah. It's very early 2000s movie-esque. Yes. <laughs> but like very like a high school girl. It, it should be a scene in Mean Girls. Yeah. Like you are sitting at our lunch table. Yeah. Ew, Gross. No. So basically, I feel like I didn't explain that very well. Cersei and Jamie sat down at the table to just invite themselves to the meeting. So then Uncle Kevin, Olena, and Pycelle were like, huh, you can sit down, but we're going to leave. Yeah. So that's what happens. what happens. Yeah. So ridiculous. So then we go from this nonsense to we cut to Tommen confronting the High Sparrow. And Tommen wants Cersei to be able to see Marcella. And High Sparrow's like, nah, nope, nope, not today. Don't even, don't even come to me with this again. <laughs> yep. And then there's some back and forth about like, but she mar- marched naked through town. Wasn't that atonement enough? And then the High Sparrow's like, she has to stand trial. Like, the, again, they're just going to keep uh, piling things up on top of her. Yeah, I didn't know how to feel about their whole interaction. Yeah. They go from talking about all that stuff, and then they just go to casual chit-chatting. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't understand this transition. Neither do I. (laughs) And Tommen goes from being, like, all pissed off at him and coming at him at 100 to then, like, sitting on a bench with him and chit-chatting. Yeah, and and talking about, like love and gods and stuff talking about stuff yeah. how's your day yeah what are you into i just i feel like uh the high sparrow is definitely manipulating him and yeah. i think it's definitely working yeah i'm sitting here like are we literally watching tom and get brainwashed yes is what it, um what is happening it's brainwash central yeah and then we cut away from them and i'm like okay so like with it's no explanation no, nothing nothing nope. he's are we helping cersei or marjorie TBD. Nothing's happening. I was so confused. <laughs> so let's go to Bravos. Yeah. With blind Arya. And Aww. the mean girl is training slash beating her. Oh, hate her. Grills her about her past. And aw, Arya <laughs> says that she has four brothers and then gets hit, which means that's a lie. But she considers John a full brother. Aww. Love that. I know. I think we get a training montage over this whole interrogation. I loved it. It was so good. Oh, I love a good montage. Like a good one, right? And not yeah. like the one from um, Conan Ugh. that lasted for the entire movie. That was so dumb because nothing <laughs> happened. It, d- it didn't move the story forward at all. A montage is supposed to show progression. <laughs> it showed progression in time and wasting our time. Oh, God. Not that we're bitter about it. Yeah, definitely not. But anyway. We're... Yeah, go. No, I keep cutting you off. This is the third time I've cut you off today. No, you're so, fine. No, 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 you go. I no, insist. I keep jumping in no, right when you're about to start. No, 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 no. It's your turn. Okay. <laughs> So we see her training her sense of smell and she we get like clips of her training with staff fighting and mm-hmm. improving and getting way better. Yeah. And I'm just like I'm so proud of her. She's even blocking hits at this point. And yeah. I'm like, my girl, Aww. she's doing it. So then now we're in, being interrogated about the hound and Ara is talking about how, you know, she left him to die because he was on her list. And then whack, she gets hit. And then she's like, OK, maybe he wasn't on my list anymore at the time. And then she gets hit again. And then she's like, okay, so maybe I wanted him dead, but also I didn't want him dead. I don't know. Feelings are complicated. Yeah. It's not always black and white. So then the mean girl asks about the hit list. I just got uh, House of Black and White. Oh, Oh. wow. Wow. 
I didn't even forgot that either. Wow. I never thought about it like that. They don't love gray areas. Wow. Wow. That's art, man. Wow. <laughs> Isn't it wild when you make those uh, connections? I hate it. We got to sit here for it. Let's just take that in for two minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. But then so the main girl asks about the hit list and says, um, you know, Aria lists off like three names. And then she's like, that's short. Isn't there more to it? And like, I would have been like, you bitch. Yeah. I was like, it's because you're on it. You better keep your, your nosiness to yourself. I feel like she was low key offended that she wasn't on it. No, she knows she's on it. She's on mine. Yeah. Same. <laughs> so then Ari goes, which name does a girl wish me to speak? And then we get to the part of the montage where Arya not only defends herself, but hits the girl back. Good. Which means that that girl is on her hit list. And she better be. And she, you know what? By season eight, if she's not out. <laughs> i'm gonna say that that's not a fully fully um developed story arc yeah right ice so, <laughs> daddy we said no icing on my wedding day <laughs> so Arya and jockin are in the big room now and he asks her what her name is in return for her eyes and she says that she has no name so he tells her to come over to her to meet him by the fountain you know with the death water awesome and he gives her a cup of that and he's like, if a girl is no one, then she has nothing to fear. And I'm like, I have one thing to fear. <laughs> Dev. Yeah. It's pretty permanent. So then she drinks it, but then she gets her eyes back. Yeah. So I guess it's just like subjective death water. I guess so. Okay. It's magic water. Yeah, sure. And it's like, if you're cool beans, then you, if the, if the God likes you, then you are fine. But if the God doesn't like you, you die. Sure. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're in Winterfell. Yeah. Uh, Lord Umber has come to ask Ramsay for an alliance to help against wildlings because now everyone knows that the wildlings are south. And I love his accent. Don't love him. Love his <laughs> accent. <laughs> I can separate the two. Yeah. Not a fan of him. <laughs> so they go back and forth for a while. And Lord Umber's like, I'm not kneeling for to you or whatever, but I have a gift for you to show that Loyalty. we can trust each other. Yeah. yeah. So what does he bring in? Tonks and Rickon. I forgot Tonks' name. Osha. Osha. It's Osha and Rickon. <laughs> I had to look it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to, but then I was like, nah. <laughs> but it's been so long I forgot her name. Yeah. Crazy. She still looks great. Good for her. <laughs> but that's crazy. Yeah. How'd they get caught? She's so good. I know. Man, I wonder what happened. And then um ramsey asks how he can know if it's actually rickon stark and he brings in shaggy dog's head <sighs> oh, he really did that i don't like that N i don't like that either oh i hate it i hate it all so now we go to castle black yes and we're about to hang some guys two dudes alistair and ollie yeah the guys who stabbed john you know the ones who murdered him yeah all the traitors yeah uh so john asks him for any last words and alistair is being racist against the wildlings he moves on to ollie and ollie won't say a thing to him he looks pissed off he's the so other, mad the other two guys say stuff but it's more like they're just upset they got caught like yeah they're like you were supposed to be dead yeah and like <laughs> oh tell my mother i died killing wildlings i won't yeah no sucks for you yeah you yeah. made a choice so john ends up swinging his sword and cutting this rope that hangs all the men and we zoom in on dead ollie's face and i was like oh yeah i didn't like that <laughs> no i wasn't neither. a fan yeah and john ends up taking his cloak off giving it to ed and says that now he has castle black oh wow what a really big uh promotion yeah right here you go You're yeah the leader now yeah i'm gone bye yeah bye so since john since and that's the end of the episode yes. but since john is now like set his sights forward to leave Will the wildlings follow him? 
and I was just like, is he going to march onto Winterfell? Like, is Melisandre actually right about everything? Oh. 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 <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, right? But I also feel like he just threw all of his problems onto Ed. Oh, totally. You know, like, he brought the wildlings into town, and then he just like, mm, it's time for me to go now. Like, I feel like that's a lot for Ed to take on. Like, being the Lord Commander is one thing, but then being the Lord Commander and having to be responsible for the wildlings, I feel like it's something else. Yeah, like, he has to clean up John's mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if I just punch some guy in the face and I'm like, hey, Soph, you fight him now. <laughs> you know? I mean, you started it. No, I'm out. <laughs> like, I feel like that's kind of rude. All right, let me tag you in. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? What do I know? Uh, Let's move on to 604, the book of the stranger. Yeah, and we p- pick right up at Castle Black. John is packing up his things. Ed is like, bro, you can't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Come on, man. You just let me hanging. Yeah. So then a horn starts to blow. And who shows up? It's our girl Sansa. Ah! What? With, with Brienne and Podrick. And I love them. Got goosebumps. Oh. And then so like John and Sansa look at each other and I'm just like, ah, ah. And John so calmly walks over to her and I'm like, why aren't you running? Yeah, I would have ran. But then they hug. And yeah. I was like, oh, good. Finally. It took them way too long to hug. I know. My hairs were standing on yeah. my arms. But you know what? Finally, like season six is finally coming through for me. Yeah, right? It's been too long. I was like, I'm so sad for the Stark kids. But at least two of them are back. Oh, jeez. So now it's later on and they're having soup by the fire, catching up on everything. Sansa apologizes for being an ass when she was younger. And John's like, oh, you have nothing to apologize for, blah, blah, blah. And then Sansa goes on to ask John, where will he go? And then he's like, where will we go? Because if I don't watch over you, dad's ghost will kill me. And I was like, wow, I'm so happy. Aww. I love I this. They have like all this cute sibling sibling bonding. Yeah. So eventually Sansa's like, we need to take back Winterfall. And John's like, I just want a break. Yeah. I don't want to fight anymore. I've been fighting for so long. Can I just not? Sansa, I fought zombies. For so long. <laughs> I got... I got, like, I literally pooped my pants after seeing zombies, Sansa. They literally killed me about it. Yeah. Can I just stop? I just died. And then Sansa's like, John, we'll never be safe unless we take back our home. So we gotta do it. It's either you help me or I'll do it alone. She's right, though. She is right. Yeah. But, like, give him a break. He just died. (laughs) His motor functions are just coming back. Yeah. Like, he's putting complete sentences together. Like, give him a second. Yeah. So then Davos walks up to Melisandre. This is later on. And he asks what she'll do now that, that you know, John is not Lord Commander anymore. <laughs> and then she's like, I'll do whatever John commands of me since he's the prince that was promised. And Davos wow. is like, no offense, but I thought that was Stannis. Yeah. He's like, oh, so. And I think she took some offense because she walks right away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but really. I, I mean, he's got a point. Yeah. So then he starts questioning her about what happened to Stannis and Shireen. And I'm like, "Uh, uh." hashtag justice for Shireen. Yeah. So then Brienne comes in. (laughs) She really just butt into this conversation. Hell yeah. She had no business being here. No, 100%. She had business. She walking in. She was like, yo, (laughs) Yo. I know who you two are. I know what you did. And I killed your boss. (laughs) So F you. Yeah. But the daughter, though. Yeah. She's like, I know you use blood magic. She's like, I executed Stannis. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Yeah. And she, she dro- left. She dropped a mic. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> she just didn't give a But then fuck. Um, we cut to maybe your favorite character in this whole entire franchise. Uh, yeah, he's doing some archery training. Robin. Robin. 
Robin <laughs> is doing he who shall not be named is doing some archery training with Lord Royce and he, Lord Royce just looks so annoyed because it's still really bad but like at least he can hold the bow and arrow now yeah so something. I don't I don't know how bows and arrows work so like I don't know if I could get the arrows as far as he could I did archery one time in my life it was in sixth grade I'm so jelly and it was with Girl Scouts so I got to shoot like three whole bow arrows wow bows. but I got two um two bullseyes out of them Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was relatively close, though, so I don't know how much it counts. But, like, Listen, I want to say it counts. You still got it. I got it. It counts. It I does, did it. does not matter the distance. It doesn't. You had your little short sixth-grader arms. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wouldn't talk to nobody. Little short, stubby arms. Yeah. I did it. But if anyone wants to take me on an archery date, that'd be super rad. Okay, same. <laughs> Axe throwing would be super chill. Oh, yeah. So I fun. Love that. I love it. <laughs> anyway. Was I born in the right year? <laughs> you know, we... Over and over again, we've been told that we were born in the wrong decade. <laughs> I remember in high school, do you remember our economics teacher? He was like, you guys should have been born in the 80s. And we're like, what? <laughs> the only thing I remember from that class is when he played that documentary. And for some reason, there was that snip from It's a Cat yep. Meow flushing the toilet. And I knew the words and you were like, what, what the heck? <laughs> you were like, how? How? <laughs> that was because you embraced YouTube long before anybody else did. You were so ahead of the curve. I don't even remember. I think my little cousin showed me that video because she was obsessed with the song. It's a cat. Meow. Flushing the, the toilet. toilet. <laughs> Bring that back. We really should. Oh, man. So a carriage approaches and Littlefinger comes out. Forgot about him for a real good minute. <laughs> yeah, right. And I just am like, does he have a game plan for all the new stuff that happened? Somehow. Because definitely since the last time we saw him, shit really hit a the A lot fan. of things happened. <laughs> I feel like a lot happened he just did not account for. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, whoops. <laughs> well, there goes my plans. <laughs> when life gives you lemons. <laughs> <laughs> so then he says that he's come to give Robin a gift and it's a falcon. <laughs> Falconry. So hot right now. <laughs> so, okay. A quick, um, very unrelated story about that. <laughs> is that this movie that I was working on like two years ago, The my entire job, I mean, my job was to do like filing and stuff, but like really my entire job was to find a falcon for this one shot. <laughs> so I scoured the entire internet. And mind you, we were like upstate New York, so it's not like we were anywhere where it, there was like just recreational falconry that, you know, like <laughs> who knew that that was even a thing, right? But so I'm doing all this Googling and then like every single day I'm texting Sophie and I'm like, hey, any leads on falcons? <laughs> So then she just found this meme of, um, what's his name from, from Zoolander? Mugatu. Mugatu. And it's just like falconry. It's so, so hot. right now. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's the movie. Remember how I was saying that I was watching you and that girl that was in it? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the same movie. Oh my God. Yeah. Funny world, huh? <laughs> Turns out they cut the falcon. They didn't want the falcon at the end. You did so much work. I did so much work. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> If anybody needs falcons, I have some leads for you. <laughs> You're like, I now have all this falcon knowledge. Yeah. And they, the, the falcon owners were like following up with me and they're like, so let me know what day you want to shoot. And I was like, hey, um, I know I was like bargaining with you and like asking you like down your rate so much. And like, you know, I was just like really repent, like relentless. But turns out it's a prank we don't need the falcons anymore we don't need you anymore yeah sorry about that your falconry is no longer necessary yeah the other thing we had to do besides the filing and the falconry (laughs) we spent the other half of the day searching for stock whale footage 
Oh. Turns out it's a lot harder to find than you think it is. I'm sure. It's really hard to find super specific <laughs> stock photography and stock video. Because we, like, we could, you could find whale um, footage, but the footage that we wanted was specifically, like, <laughs> deep. Like, we couldn't see the, um, the, the surface sun, of yeah. the water at all. So we're like, oh, okay. Um, so you can choose from three shots that we currently found. Unfortunately, they weren't the shots that we wanted. So the only things that like we could find were like of the surface. And we're like, this isn't it. So like, <laughs> I just went through that whole entire movie. Like, did I just ruin this movie? Because I couldn't find these two things. But- I didn't get a falcon or a whale. <laughs> just animal hunting is not my thing. So, I mean, the movie came out. I haven't seen it yet. But maybe I should see it just to see how it like, if it's still seamless without the falcon or the whale. <laughs> it's probably fine. <laughs> She's on Netflix. I'm sure it was a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Her career is fine. I didn't ruin it. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> I didn't single-handedly ruin the entire production. No, yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Yes. Back to the Falcon. Awesome. So Lord Royce confronts Baelish for lying about where he was taking Sansa. Because he was like, oh, I'm going to take her. Yeah. To the lakes or whatever. I don't remember what he said. I wasn't paying attention that Either, much. It wasn't the truth. Yeah. No, he and lied. And we know that. Yeah. Yeah. So... These two big boys are having a really important conversation and Robin's just distracted by this shiny new falcon. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, boy, you're going to be leader. Like, pay attention. To one thing. I'm like, yes, was on purpose. It, he got the falcon for a distraction. Yeah. It was all on purpose. So then Littlefinger tries to blame Royce, like fake blame him because obviously he knows what he did. Yeah. But he's like trying to blame Royce and cause a scene about like, you know, only one person knew where we were going. And, you know, the Boltons, they're the ones that like, you know, snuck up on us. So if there's only one person who knew we were going, which was you, I have only one thing to put together. Ooh. And I think that somebody snitched on us. And then Royce is like, you will not smear my name like that because yeah. he knows that he didn't lie. Yeah. So, like, we know the truth now. So then Bayless is like, I'm only here. I'm only concerned about one man's opinion. And that's the Lord of the Vale, Robin. So he's like, so, Lord, what do you think? And then Robin's still too busy with his stupid bird. Yeah. So and he's, he's like, like, the moon door? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so then Bayless goes on this whole thing about, like, oh, maybe we don't need to do that. Maybe we could just do, you know, something else and blah, blah, blah and find, like, a different solution. And then he turns to Robin again and Robin's like, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, Uncle Bayless, whatever. He has him wrapped around his little finger. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) Humor. (laughs) But really to have the nerve to smear somebody's name and then to fake save them so that you still come out on top. Yeah, but also the nerve of Robin to just be half paying attention and just say, yeah, toss him through the moon door. I don't care. The guy who's been taking care of you for the past how long? Yeah. Dude, that's someone's life. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, here, the moon doors. Whatever. What the fuck is wrong with you? A lot of things. Damn it. Damn it, Robin. (laughs) hate this kid <laughs> so after he updates robin about how sansa escaped winterfell and all that uh he's pro- he robin's like wow so she's my cousin so i i guess we should go help her and then Littlefinger's like that's what i was gonna say i was hoping you would say then <laughs> great minds think alike wow <laughs> so it was so silly <laughs> but then so now the whole veil vale army is about to go to war with uh winterfell i guess yeah for funsies yeah just for fun just because baelish is like oh yeah i just go oh, i want it so let's do it <laughs> great and talk about having no concern for other people's lives oh to marine yep to marine yeah Tyrion invited some enemies to their yep. shores in order to negotiate bunch of masters yeah 
And basically, uh, they have this meeting, and the masters want to stay slave cities. And Tyrion's like, "You don't need slaves to make money, since I grew up richer than any of you guys ever were, and we haven't had slaves in Westeros for hundreds of years." So then he proposes that in seven years you will transition out of slavery and will cut off the funding to the Sons of the Harpies. And Miss Andy does not like that at all. Oh, she's pissed. So would I. Yeah. I wonder what her experience as a slave was like. Mm, yeah. Because like, we get her backstory. Yeah. Because like, yeah, she was a translator, but it couldn't have been all like sunshine and rainbows for her, yeah. obviously. Yeah. No, there was a path to that. Yeah. Hmm. Don't want to think about that yet. Nope. <laughs> My heart's sad. Yep. Yep. So then he calls it a done deal and rings in some prostitutes for the masters. And Miss Andy is still not happy about this. But Tyrion's like, this is business like you can't just it's not a flip switch you can't just you know just yeah change an economy like that you can just turn stuff off which like i get but also like slavery so like can we just take them out of there and yeah. you know like, yeah. like it's bad yeah we had a war about it yeah <laughs> there's still debate about who won it but like we know who won it honestly <laughs> all right that's a conversation for later because you have i have to tell you about this thing i saw and i was okay. just like bro ah. So I know. Okay, we cut on. to the throne room. Yes, <laughs> and some freed slaves are not happy about the masters. So then they also don't trust Tyrion, but they trust Grey Worm and Missandei, and both of them are very painfully reassuring the freed slaves that this was a move in their best interest. Yeah. And now we're outside the meeting and the whole throne room and everything, and Missandei and Grey Worm are telling Tyrion that he made a mistake. Yeah, they're really pissed off. I feel like Tyrion just opened a whole other can of worms. Probably, yeah. All of this, yeah. I would say that there's a lot of consequences to that meeting. Yep. That we will see soon. <laughs> oh, for sure. And Tyrion says that, you know, their contempt is their weakness and they'll overlook their strength, which is, you know, Tyrion and Sandy and Grey Worm's strength because mm -hmm. they'll only see them as a short guy and a eunuch and a translator girl. So that's when they'll swoop in and take advantage of everything. You, you used all the nicer words. I, I did my best. <laughs> so I appreciate it. I try so hard. <laughs> Uh, so then Grey Worm stops him and he's like, uh, pause, because that's what the masters do. They take advantage and they manipulate and that's just what they're going to do about us. And they're just, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And then that's the end of that scene. But so Grey Worm is not happy. Miss Andy's not happy. And Tyrion's like, uh, I did it. I had to do something. I did stuff. Yeah. Yay. Moving forward. Right. Yeah. To the mountains. With Jario. Yep. Yeah. They're hiking. Jorah is struggling, much like me when I hike. Yeah. It's a. It's <laughs> just more of a pissing contest about who Daenerys chose and stuff. Yeah. And then they come to a summit and we see the Dothraki village. And of course, Jorah knows exactly everything about it. Convenient. Yeah. Yep. And so, he knows the whole thing with the Dash Colleen. Right. Yeah. So he's the only one who knew who could have told Daenerys. He, honestly? <laughs> you were like, hey, girl, like your man's dead. Like we should go to the Dash Colleen like ASAP. Right. <laughs> or just to be like, hey, these are people you don't want to run into anymore. Yeah. Because we're avoiding um, a lot of bad things. Yes, exactly. But no, we never had that conversation. Nope. So Whoops. I'm going to say it's Jorah's fault now. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, if he also, if he was her um, supervisor, not supervisor, what's the word? Advisor. Advisor. Yeah. He and spy. He should have advised her against, <laughs> you know, I don't know, being in contact with them. Whoops. But then so he says that weapons are forbidden in the sacred city. So he takes off all of his weapons. And then Dario has a hard time letting go of his because he's Dario. And then he takes out his favorite knife, which the handle is a carving of a naked woman. So I have some questions. Besides it's a crude carving. A crude carving, yes. A very detailed. So, okay, my besides like the obvious things that you know that we want to talk about, I just want to know, like, do you think that the a different shaped handle would change the way that he handles his knife? I don't think so. Because I think the the... Okay. 
So (laughs) (laughs) what you want like with your blades is like you want obviously with the blade itself, you want like that kind of like flow. You don't want it to be like too heavy Mm -hmm. or anything. There's like certain things with the blade, but with the handle itself, you don't want it to be super bulky. Like you want your hand and your grip to be comfortable. Right. But if it's so even if it's not like your average shaped handle. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, it should be fine. Oh, because it's not like the handle affects the actual blade. Right, but like him handling it, like the way yeah. that he holds it with that, like, you know what I mean? No, like, because like the lady, it was like she has her elbow up. So like you would rest your finger against the uh, elbow. Um, by the <laughs> way, so the the woman carving is basically like a pinup girl. That's what she's shaped like. <laughs> she's like laying with her like elbow up. Yeah. Pay me like one of your French girls. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm just chilling, babe. Like, <laughs> So it wouldn't affect his performance. No, definitely okay. not. That was that was the one question I want to talk about. Besides the other, you know, obvious things. Yeah, but we'll move on because we know who Dario is as a character, so you know it's on brand. We shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, <laughs> it's the so, last thing we should be surprised about. But yeah, so he takes off his knives, and we know that he still has more knives on him because Dario. Yeah. So then Jorah gestures for him to you know give me more, then that reveals his grayscale, and we're like, Jorah, come on, you're sloppy. Yeah, really. You know better than that. He's getting old. Yeah. You <laughs> gotta you gotta put him down soon. <laughs> But then he tells Dario not to worry because it didn't touch him. And then now it's later on and they're sneaking into town. Some guys come around a corner. So they pretend like they're wine merchants. And then the Dothraki see right through them. Amazing that they get caught while everyone's in one section of town partying. And there's no lights. Right. Like you guys suck at sneaking. Right. (laughs) And if Jorah knows everything about everything, he should have known where to sneak in. Yeah, exactly. But then so these guys, you know, go after them and then they fight and then they kill them. And then Jorah's about to die from one of the Dothraki guys. Then Dario comes to stab the guy in the head because he couldn't get rid of his knife. Yeah. Because Dario. But then Jorah's like, you know, if they find a body with a stab wound, they're going to find us in seconds. So he grabs a rock and starts smashing the guy's head. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah. I Duh. mean, th- it, it, that's a solution. Mm-hmm. So it counts. <laughs> so it won't. This will cover the stab wound. Yeah. You won't see it. <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong. <laughs> You'll just notice his head is gone. Yeah. Yeah. So Widow's Club. Yes. Daenerys learns more about the other widows. Yep. And then she's like, I need to make water. So Which then means I have to pee. <laughs> well, to okay. Pee. So one of the other girls is, she was um, a bride when she was 12. And then her call died when she was 16. So that is the rest of her life. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of life to hang out with the depressed widows. Yeah. To get no sunlight. Ooh. And to like wear a potato sack. Yeah. Oh, sucks. man. But yeah. So then... Um, the young girl shows Daenerys the way to go wherever they go pee all the time. So then they get around a bush and Jario shows up. Yeah. They grab the girl. Yep. So that she doesn't scream. Mm-hmm. And then Dario is about to like slit, slit her throat. But Daenerys is like, mm, pause. Don't do that. Because <laughs> I like this one. Yeah. So then she's like, will you trust me? And the girl's like, yes. Okay. So then they let her go. And then um, they're like, we have to leave right now or else blah, blah, blah. And, and Daenerys is like, mm, but I have a plan. <laughs> And it's a great plan. It's a great plan. It's a really good plan. But before we get to that plan, we go back to King's Landing. To Marjorie. We're yes. Finally, finally. Finally following up on her, checking up on her. Um, she gets taken from her cell and I'm so nervous. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so then she's talking to the High Sparrow and he's like, what would you do if I let you go right now? And she's like, I would go to my brother, husband, family, you know? And he's like, of course. But that means you'd be seeking out money, finery, and power. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah. I'm like, she literally is looking for the safety of her family right now. Yeah. 
I wrote down that she seeking out her family, seeking out sin. I'm like, or she needs her loved ones to support her, you dick. Right? After uh, you just put her in solitary confinement for like a year. Oh I hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so then he talks about how he once had a taste of the expensive life and how he invited his friends to party with him and have the women and woke up the next day seeing all of his sins in front of him. And that's when he truly woke up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, wow. Good wow. for you. His like path to self-righteousness. Yeah. Whatever. He's such a dick. So then he decides to let her go see Loris, which is yay, but also definitely move on his part. It's kind of sad because when she gets there, he's lying on the floor of his cell. He's totally defeated and yeah. broken. I, I thought he, he wasn't was dead. dead. I thought Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was dead. I was like, oh, he that would be so cruel though. Mm-hmm. I feel like the high sparrow couldn't do that. Yeah. At at the very least. That's like bare minimum, right? Because that would definitely break Marjorie. Yeah. For sure. But so then he yeah completely broken and she tells him that he has to stay strong and he's the future of their house and he says that he doesn't care he just wants it to stop and like what are they doing to him that's what i wondered because they must have been torturing him on a whole other level because he didn't just lie like marjorie just lied for him cersei i mean cersei did a lot of other things too but like he was the actual (laughs) like the quote-unquote offender yeah so like i'm sure like like first level and then second level different things yeah, like I wonder I wonder just the severity of each because he was getting punished for being gay than Cersei's. So I wonder if Cersei might have been punished more than Marjorie because Cersei had like seven offenses. She, she had all the offenses. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're treating Loras like an absolute criminal. Yeah. Ugh. Crazy. Yeah. Is it just because he was the first one under their new rule maybe? No, I think it's just because he's gay. Probably, yeah. Yeah. and lied yeah so he's getting like the worst of it all Mm -hmm. probably Mm -hmm. yeah so marjorie tells him that they're only letting her see him so that it makes them weak and that they win and then laura's like fine i don't care just make it stop so i was very sad he's done yeah yeah then we cut to cersei walking in uh to picel again who's running his mouth to tommen (laughs) this guy just needs to go yeah he doesn't have like great awareness of Mm -hmm. when other people are coming by but he's mid talking about the high sparrow and the sparrows with Tommen, basically basically being like, we have to do something about these fanatics, bro. Yeah. And Cersei walks in, kicks Pycelle out, and then Pycelle's like, "How dare you?" And Tommen's like, "All right, bro, you can go." And then Pycelle just slowly walks out of the room, taking his sweet time. And I'm like, "Bro, we know, <laughs> we know we, what you're doing. We know you have some pep in your step. Don't even play." Yeah. So then Tommen tells Cersei that they can't antagonize the High Sparrow since he still has Marjorie. And Cersei says that kings and queens command respect for the good of their land. But the High Sparrow does not respect the king or the queen. And then Tommen says... Whose that, fault is that, Cersei? Yeah. Hmm. Wonder. <laughs> Curious, huh? Still blaming you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely all her fault. It's totally her fault. <laughs> and then Tommen says that he wants to tell her something, but the High Sparrow told him in confidence so it would be breaking a rule if he told her then you know what happens to rule breakers oh so then she's like oh you can tell you can trust me i'm your mother so he's gonna get arrested because of her (laughs) could you imagine (laughs) snitches get stitches (laughs) even to the gods yeah (laughs) so then now it's later on and Cersei and Jamie are walking into a small council meeting with just uncle kevin and elena wait real quick just to backtrack a little bit yeah, yeah yeah Tommen says to Cersei, you don't like Marjorie, do you? And she basically says, it doesn't matter if I do. And I'd argue that it does matter because all this dumb shit happened because she doesn't like Marjorie. Yeah. So I think it matters a lot. It kind of matters. Yeah. 
your opinion kind of matters. <laughs> you know all the power that you have that matters. Yeah. You're not just a person, Cersei. <laughs> but go on. Back back to where you were. Okay, yes. Small council meeting. Cersei, Jamie walking into Uncle Kevin and Elena. They say that the High Sparrow took power knowing that the two of them would bicker and not get along. So the whole, like, you know, separate you so that we can get, you know, higher up. Yeah. So then Cersei says that her trial is in a few days. But before that, Marjorie will make her walk of atonement. And Elena's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, Elena's like, not. Abs- not on my watch. No, no, no. Which I think that's the secret that Tomin told her, I guess. Maybe. So then Jamie's like, okay, so Elena, you're going to call your army to King's Landing to take Marjorie back into the crown's safety. And Uncle Kevin, you're going to keep your men at bay because that's going to be quote unquote ordered by Tommen so that everybody stays in their respective safe spaces. Yeah. Or respective spaces. Meanwhile, Tommen is still not joining these council meetings. No. So what the fuck does he do all day? Yeah, right? His mom is back <laughs> like he can leave his room now. Yeah. What is Tommen's schedule like that he's like, ah, I just can't go to a small council it's, meeting. Uh, it's too stressful for it's me. Cool. I'm uh, going to let other people make yeah. all the decisions for me and my kingdom. <laughs> me, I have a Manny. <laughs> yeah. I got to wash my hair tonight. Yeah. So then Cersei leverages with Uncle Kevin now saying that he probably wants his son Lancel back from from them, right? And I also forgot that they were even related. That strikes a chord with Uncle Kevin. Yeah. Because it's like, (laughs) yeah, I do want my son back. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, please. Yeah. So that's the plan. (laughs) And now we're on a ship with Theon, which means he's almost home. Yeah. So he walks into the hall where Yara is and she is mad, mad about him being back. She's so bad. She's like, I lost good men trying to save you and you didn't come. And then he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, you, you basically killed those guys. Like, I did all that for you and you didn't listen to me. And you know, like, he was, he's brainwashed. Like, cut him with some slack. Yeah, she was going off. And I was like, oh, they, dude, they are not cool with mental illness and di- old timey no. times. No, they're not. <laughs> My ass would not survive. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk it off. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Duh. So then he apologizes and she's like, oh, so now you conveniently come back because dad is dead. You want the throne now? And he's like, no, what? He's like, no, no, I think you should rule and I'm going to help. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Great. Yep. Thanks. Back to Winterfell. Asha, Osha, Osha, Osha is brought to Ramsey's room and I'm so scared for her. But he doesn't scare her. And I love that. Yeah. So then... They say whatever because she's like, I'm not scared of you. I've seen worse. Yeah. So and she, I was like, ooh, she going to kill him. Yeah. So she puts moves on him. Yeah. Puts a knife down like kind of far-ish. And she's like putting moves on him, trying to reach for the knife. And then he says something and then pulls a knife on her. Another yeah. knife. He just had a second knife. And it's like he put the first knife far away for her to like reach for. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's Smart. an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. So, but so basically he was like asking her about how she came into watching over Rickon and she's like making something up about how, you know, she was a wildling and then the Starks took her in and made her like their slave. And then, um, you know, she kept Rickon because she was saving him for the best price of whoever would take him and blah, 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 all that stuff. And then he's like, you know, I would have believed that, but it's a good thing Theon told me the truth already. Oh, my God. And that's yeah. when she tried to go stab him and stuff. And I was like, dang it. Yeah, right. I forgot about that part because I immediately screamed when he stabbed her. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and I got really upset because she didn't deserve to go out like that. And also pretty rude of them to bring her back for one episode just to kill her. Honestly. Like, <laughs> I mean, she got paid for that. Good for her. But it for justice, no. No. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> but then you know what's also super gross? Mm-hmm. After he stabs her, he wipes off the knife and then continues to eat his apple with it. Yeah, he's like, there's feeling. somebody blood on that. <laughs> he's gross. Yeah, I don't like him. Castle Black. Right. Oh my god, I was cracking up. So, 
So Tormund keeps making eyes with Brienne. Oh, he <laughs> like likes her. He likes her. Oh my god, I was cracking and up. She does not care. She's like, uh, she's so uncomfortable and awkward about it, and he's like so awkward. About it. They're so awkward, and I can't, I can't stop laughing at them. They're so good. <laughs> So then John gets a letter from the Boltons, totally kills the mood. Oh, yeah. And he's reading this letter out loud, and it's awful. Yeah. So they he finds out it's that... It's like Twitter trolls before Twitter was a thing. Yes, for sure. He reads out loud that they have Rickon, and he keeps reading, he keeps reading, and then he stops. And, and then Sansa's like, what did it say? And then so she takes it, and she reads the rest out loud, and it's awful it's terrible and it totally just it broke my heart into like a million pieces for yeah. their family it's just more gross things that ramsey would do to sansa if they don't go back to him yeah so awful. fun love that yeah and then Tormund says that he has about two thousand capable people to fight and sansa tells john that he's the last son of the true warden of the north so family up here are still loyal so he's gotta round them all up and john's still like i am just tired yeah i do not want to fight but this is what finally makes john agree to yeah. go back to winterfell yeah with sansa so then they have to save their baby yeah. brother good <laughs> good they should oh my god imagine when there's three of them together but imagine so when they proud. get there and like he's all tortured Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that part. I think he's totally going to get tortured. He, yeah, definitely will. I'm so scared for Rickon. Yeah, he's going to get put on that X thing. Oh, Ugh. no. Let's move on to the Dothraki. Our baby. So, yes, Dothraki, we get to the meeting for Daenerys' fate. And so the men are talking. Being gross again. Yeah, and they're totally insulted when Daenerys puts in her two cents. Yeah, right? They're like, you dare? <laughs> are you talking to me? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> You think you have an opinion about your life? In, <laughs> That's funny. In this meeting where the men are talking. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, the boys are speaking. Yeah. So shh, take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're just like basically saying like, oh, yeah, you know what? We should kill her. No, she should get put away. No, she should do this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but what if I live? <laughs> <laughs> and get to do what I want. Yeah. So then she starts giving a speech and she says, and eventually, which leads her up to being like, I'm the one who's truly fit to lead the Dothraki. And they hate that. They start laughing in her face. Yeah. And then she goes on another one of her like bad bitch speeches because she's actually she's so good at those. Yeah. And there's like these huge lanterns around this like circle area in the yeah. room. And she puts her hand on one and we see a Dothraki guy like look really shocked because it would hurt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so then... She's still doing like her speech and then she knocks the lanterns over and yeah. it the place because she's, wait, hold on. I want to just like jump in on the, like, like the bad bitch that she's doing here. Yes. So one of the guys says, do you really think that we'll serve you? And she's like, no, you'll die. Yeah. And then she knocks it over. Yes. And I was like, bitch. I was like, oh my God, she did not. She did. <laughs> so the whole place ignites. So fast. Okay. So um, sand isn't flammable. Well, I'm sure there's like wood and like dried leaves and dried plants okay. and stuff. I was just like, okay. Fabric. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it lit up so fast that I was like, mm. Yeah. I assumed they used like plant life. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be all like dry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's wood. There's just like cotton line all over the floor. I don't know how to build huts in the desert. Okay. Uh, neither, um, do, neither do I. Let me, yeah, I'll stop talking. <laughs> I just know that yeah. dry shit is flammable. <laughs> So the whole place ignites. Yeah. Right. The Dothraki outside all gather to the hut that's on fire. 
and like all the men are like locked locked in so they all die and daenerys walks out and she's fine she walks out of the fire fire can't kill this bitch yeah that doesn't hurt her nope and then everyone kneels and what a fucking power move right oh my god and then um and then Joran Dario come in. So, like, this is Dario's first time seeing her, like, in her power. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, she's legit. Yeah. So yeah. then they both bow again. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the end of that episode. Daenerys now has a new army. Amazing. Good for her. She deserves to lead. She did say she was going to rule them, and she will. The Conqueror. Yeah. Conqueror. So that's that's that. Yeah. Well, that was... Did you feel like those were fillers or not? I liked those. I liked those too. Did you ever see that meme where it was like the drawing of the horse and it was like yes. Game of Thrones seasons and it was like super detailed in the beginning and yeah. then like it turns into like a doodle towards the end? Yeah. I really like this season. Maybe this might be the last part of the detail before the doodle starts. I, oh, I have maybe. no idea. I don't know. Or but maybe everything is good until just season eight. I don't know. I like this season more than the last season. So far, me too. Yeah. But we'll see. I want to see what happens with Tormund and Brienne. Oh, yeah. Oh. Tormund and Brienne sitting in a tree. Awkwardly. A-W-K-A-R-D-L-Y. You spelled that really good. I would have had to like be like, awkward. I stumbled for a second. No, you covered good though. Did I spell it right? I feel like I, I missed a letter. I don't even know. Let's just say that you did. You did okay. it confidently and that's what matters. <laughs> Speaking of confidently, tell your friends confidently to listen to our podcast. But off also also thank you for listening i was gonna get to that you have to do that first (laughs) thank you for listening and also confidently tell your friends to listen to our podcast please thank you (laughs) but really we appreciate you guys we do (laughs) yeah and follow us on all the social medias the big three twitter facebook and the big three you know what else does anyone use um i'm starting to use tiktok now thank you oh wow you're such a gen z yeah yeah i posted three tiktoks total wow and i've gotten a whole 40 views on one of them so wow you're going viral i'm going viral <laughs> not to brag but uh. oh wow anywho we'll see you next week yeah bye, bye.